definitely human. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 57. It's winter and mum and I are here at the kitchen table wrapping presents because it's Christmas time. Well, it will be in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's separate them out. Should I like this? Do it on okay. that line there. I feel like it's been a really big year for us. I mean, it's been so intense with Nigel leaving and just, I feel like we've had some really big achievements this year. I feel like I've really stepped up as farm manager, learned how to use all the tractors. I mean, that for me was a major yeah. thing that I never thought I would really do. Or I thought maybe I would sometime off in the future, but I kind of had to, yeah, learn pretty sharpish. Well, it was a baptism of fire. You just had to get in and get working on how to do it. You didn't, nobody was there to teach you. Yes. You learnt by your mistakes and started slow and worked your way up. I think you've done brilliantly. Oh, thank you, my champion. <laughs> I think, yeah, because I guess uh, when Nigel handed his notice, it was um, January, February time. You don't tend to drive tractors on the farm anyway because it's so wet and the soil is sort of fragile. So really, it wasn't until after he left that I had to get in and, you know, do things like top the grass and all that kind of stuff, learn how to use the mower. Um, Driving that tractor down over steep fields, taking the thistles and the long seeded grass off. That was quite hairy. Yeah, you came with me for that, didn't you? You yeah. sat with me, which was fun because actually when I did it by myself, it was a bit boring in the cab by myself. But yeah, it was fun. I was absolutely terrified of going on the steep. Well, we said if you drive up and down rather than sideways, you're not in danger of rolling the cab. And it was much easier. And actually, the tractor on steep ground works brilliantly, doesn't it? It goes at the pace you want it to do. It doesn't run away with you like a car would. Yeah, you're right, actually. Because yeah, you when you approach a steep with a car, yeah, it just sort of goes off, doesn't it? And you've got to mm -hmm. kind of control it. Whereas a tractor almost slows right down and is really cautious on the steep. So I felt like I was in good hands hands even though it took a while to work out the gears and nearly stalling as you're sort of going up a steep hill that was a bit hairy but we learn no, you did it and all the grass fields got topped and it, they looked fantastic um the, 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 the vineyard got completed it did yes it was quite amazing to see that finished and to get all the um trellising in it looked amazing it just looks incredible it's a lot more imposing than i thought it would be but you really get a sense of when the vines have grown full how incredible it's going to look pruning is is um, going to be a bit testing, I think, over the following next few weeks. How many rows? Did, 51 rows of vines. And I think we've just done row five or six. Yeah, this is 90 odd in a row. We're doing a row each a day. And one thing I did learn this year, which I didn't know last year, is that, yeah, you, you should not prune in the rain, which was in Alina's episode. I think she taught me that. So, which is also quite nice to know, because you don't really want to be out there in all conditions, even though it's been quite cold this week. The wind hasn't been too bad. You just have your back to the wind 
make sure you wrap up warm, wear some gloves. And yeah, you're all right. I mean, it's been quite cold because of the frost. I'm not sure if that's going to affect the vines or not. You're not supposed to do it in a frost, but when they're down in their guards, I think it'll be fine. I like that wrapping paper now has like graph lines on the other side. (laughs) Big mistake, I'm doing this without my reading glasses. (laughs) Wrapping my own present. I got a uh, a present for myself in the Black Friday sale and then mum was asking me what I wanted. So I thought, oh, actually, I should give... (laughs) Give her that to give to me. Not really much of a surprise on the day. Oh, it's fine. Lovely. Well, I didn't do that very well. Never mind. Next. <laughs> um, I was going to say you found it quite different after Nigel departed because I guess you've been doing more active stuff on the farm. Like you used to be mainly in the office. I mean, you were still doing stuff on the farm, but I think, you know, you found it quite good, haven't you? Being, can I say you're in your 70s? <laughs> Early 70s, you, you know. Just did. <laughs> <laughs> being active and you felt a lot more energized in the morning yes absolutely I love being out and about doing I'm probably not as hardy as you these days in that you know there will be moments when I'm not too keen on going up the vineyard if the weather's really cold but yeah it's nice to be active I feel much better for it I certainly sleep better at night when your head hits the pillow gone Some other things we've been implementing new this year. I mean, there's been a lot of changes on the farm and that we've moved to like digestate instead of using fertilizer, which wasn't as cheap as we necessarily thought it was with all the man hours it costs to put it on, but hopefully better for the environment, better for the soil's health. Yeah. We've started doing things like ryegrass in the winter. So there's cover on the soil so that it's not open to the elements over winter time, sort of considering lots of things like that. And by going in the digester, it's making gas to feed all the local housing estates. So that's very mm. cool. Mm. Going into sort of the energy sector through farming. I didn't really think that was a thing until, yeah, we learned about it. Yeah, it's only in over, it's um, the rye is in over winter and then it'll be cut in the spring to make ready for a spring crop. But in the meantime, it's making good use of the ground. I've been so impressed with my compost heap this this year. And I know that it's such a lame thing to get excited about. But now that um, it's been sat all year, slowly gathering all the manure from the chickens, all of the garden scraps I've been making use of, making sure, I mean, I'm sort of a loon at home and that I have two separate compost bins, one for, you know, things like eggshells and tea bags and stuff that I don't want to go in the compost heap. They go in the green bin for the council. But then all vegetable scraps, I've got a separate one that I carry up in my little bucket to put on the compost heap. I've got really above and beyond to try and get my my compost to be an incredible quality and this time of year I'm just pulling up the weeds in the garden putting it to bed making another no dig vegetable site so I've put down layers of cardboard I've put I've started spreading compost and the amount of worms in that compost heap I was just over the moon there were thousands just incredible so I'm really hoping I mean seeing the difference when I first started digging over that veg garden I didn't see a single worm and now I'm seeing worms in the soil and I think just treating it a bit nicer and making sure that you know rather than sort of tilling it all the time I'm sort of just adding um yeah I'm really happy with that never thought I'd hear such a conversation from a fashion designer I, know. <laughs> I mean yeah I just, somebody commented on my Instagram yesterday saying are you doing fashion anymore or you're mainly just farm and I suppose I say that I'm fashion and farm but really I'm just very farm these days I suppose yeah. um I still wear the fashion but I'm not making anything or doing anything fashion wise I'm fully focused on farm life but never say never no well exactly I haven't drawn a line under the sand mm. for that um, the chickens, getting all the new chickens oh, this year, that's yes. been amazing. We got 
10 new chucks that were, I mean, they were oven ready, weren't they? They were, the poor things were absolutely featherless and in a terrible state, uh, mite infested and all that. I think the farm was actually being shut down. So they're a lot younger than the chickens we've had before. And it's been two and a half months now and they are just a completely different chicken, aren't they? They're just and incredible. All of them are laying, the percentage of laying 100%. I mean, I can't believe, you know, the previous ones we had, I think there were only half of them at most ever laid an egg. I mean, we got 13 eggs in one day the other day and it's now the winter time. So we've got honesty boxes set up on the street trying to coax people walking by to buy them. I mean, you know, everybody really giving them to friends and family. We're just inundated. I was only thinking this morning when I was breaking the eggs into the pan, they are huge yolks. They aren't little things like you get in a supermarket egg. The yolks are twice the size. They really are lovely eggs. And we've had our first ever double yokers. Mm. Oh, no, it's been amazing seeing their seeing their journey and how, you know, the oldies are sort of keeping them in the pecking order, but also they're quite happy to be, you know, out and showing them what to do and everything. It's been lovely. Um, so this morning we have the metal detectors back on the farm, don't we? Yes. They were so eager. They messaged me at half seven, quarter to eight, and you were just on your way up there to see them. How was that? Fine. I mean, when you messaged me, I was in the middle of the chicken, cleaning out the chickens. So I just dropped everything and went over because when we saw Steph in the week, she wasn't going to come till half past eight. And I thought, oh, I've got plenty of time. There were three cars there waiting to go in. They were so excited. She said, I couldn't sleep last night. I just had to come early. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Hello. Do you have heating in there? No, no. Nigel was telling me some of these tractors now. They've got air oh, conditioning oh, and heating. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've got a place to put your Coke bottle to keep it cool. Oh, yeah, mini fridge, yeah. Oh, some of these tractors, you don't even need to drive, do you? You just program no. it in and it literally yeah. drives itself. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Um, there's been a, a little Saxon coin that's been found. No, fragment. Oh, okay. Fragment More Saxon. It's literally a fragment, but this is a nice one. It's broken. It's about a third of a coin and it's broken in half. So he's wow. got two halves, which make up a third. But has it been know. broken on purpose, like a half? No, I think it's... Oh. The problem is the Saxons use very poor quality oh, materials. Right. The, the silver is very brittle. Yes. There's been a lot of milled coins found today. Mm-hmm. A nice William III shilling. Ooh. George III silvers. Lots and lots of blank discs. Yes. Which are your Georgian ones. So right. anything from, it could be Charles II all the way up to George III, late George III. Lots and lots and lots and lots of buttons. Oh, I think yes. I could open a haberdashery with the buttons. <laughs> um, but there's been some nice ones covering quite a large period of time. You know, it's not mm. just your modern ones. I had a nice medieval buckle. Oh, that's a look at that. little medieval. That's pretty. So that's probably 12th century, but you can see there would have been a design on here. Yes. Um, it's got the little rivets on the back where it would have been mm. fixed to a little Good leather strap. Me, yes. But that's my favourite. That's lovely. I yeah. like finding buckles. Yeah. And you'll remember these. It's so petite as well. Oh, yeah. The old ship hate I like those. It's like the yeah. the Wren farthings as yes. well. I know they're very modern, yeah. but I, I, I like finding them. I think they're so cute. Yes. But the, the Saxons are a little... It, it's exciting. It's it's not much to look at. I mean, there's not a lot of detail on there. But it's it's going to be around about... 
probably 950 to 1050 AD. Oh, I can't even fathom that period in time. That's amazing. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Is the ground nothing... softer because it's been sort of frosty, it's, hasn't it? It's but... been beautiful. Has it? Oh, it's, it's really nice. It's Everyone's commented. The ground's nice and firm, so you not caped in mud but it mm. digs so lovely yeah. makes a really nice change this time of year it's usually yes. we're up to our knees in yeah. mud yeah. it's awful oh. and then we've got a saxon corn the saxon corn actually was found it was virtually on the path was it it was just literally about here most of what we found in here has been agricultural so right. workers dropping yes. coins things like that yes. right. up that end was where a lot of the milled coins were found so uh, most of the silver coins were found yes. towards up there. We know there was a Saxon here at one point. Yeah. And you dropped that penny. Yeah. Or she. They. <laughs> so obviously the, the pathway, I think, was a, it's, a, it's quite an old pathway. Yeah. So that's been on the old maps as well. So yeah. that's been used. Yeah. Um, but this is the sort of coins that are coming up mostly. Right. It's mm -hmm. just really blank yeah. Georgian ones. You know, the 10Ps and the 2Ps are all steel cores now. So yeah. instead of finding them in 300 years, they're just going to rust. Wow, okay. They just completely oh. rust away. But if you've got any of the old 1Ps, yes. the earlier ones, they're made of copper. Mm. They're worth more than 1P Are in they? scrap. Yeah. So they're worth oh. about 3P in, in scrap. So oh, yeah. a lot of people save them up, save yeah. the early ones and cash them in. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, Madness. isn't it? Yeah. Talking of Madness. that, there's been, I think I've seen four cartwheel pennies. Pretty much the biggest coin ever made. They're oh. great because it's basically an ounce of copper. Right. Because an ounce of copper was worth a penny yes. back when they were made. 1797, they all got the same date on them. They were only made for such a short period of time. But they did a, a cartwheel 2p as well, which was twice as thick. So that's two ounces of copper. Yeah, right. That's like, as you can imagine, they weren't very popular. Mind you, a penny in those days bought a hell of a lot, I'm sure. A lot more than a penny did now. Yeah. <laughs> well, even when I was young, a penny bought two penny juice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. even know if they buy a penny sweet now. Do no, they, they don't. Yeah. You buy a yeah. bag of 20 penny juice for about £1.50, don't you? <laughs> So I'm just up in the vineyard. I don't know if you guys can hear when it's kind of windy. All the tree guards or vine guards sort of clatter in the wind and you can hear it. It sounds a bit eerie, like lots of sort of banging. Can you hear that? <laughs> uh, the wind's really picked up this afternoon. I'm just going to do another row before I come in to have a cup of tea. Something that I learned from Alina is to take all the pruned stalks with me. So I've got my little bucket that I'm filling with all the pruned dead stuff and I'm going to take it away because it could harbour mildew that will live in the soil for the next two years. So that's something I have learned recently. Last year I just let it all fall on the ground. Silly me. God, it's so cold. Um, my hand is freezing on the microphone. Um, I hope you all enjoyed my chat with Steph or catch up with Steph um, in the fields. I love always her enthusiasm and seeing what she's found. I mean, even though we didn't find anything as incredible as the Saxon strap end, finding a Saxon coin, I think, was the highlight of the day. Because, again, it just adds to that kind of period in time here on the farm. I can't even think that far back. But there were so many things, um, you know, that were just a joy to see. Little silver pendants with sort of people on. There was a beautiful navy button with, like, it looked very old-fashioned with the little um, anchor on. Uh, yeah, loads 
loads of coins from all different eras. Um, but yeah, I think people's jewellery sort of excites me the most. Belt buckles, beautiful little intricate belt buckles that have been broken. Um, and it just sort of adds the human element I think you know you can really imagine somebody either their buckle breaking and it falling on the floor or a piece of jewelry snapping or you know a necklace falling off and the chain is worn away but the pendant is still there I just it really excites me to see it I think and even though I'm not very historical myself and I can't place things it's great to have Steph's knowledge um, where she can yeah say where it all came from and kind of date everything Oh, so yeah, love that. We're definitely going to get her and the team back in a few months time. She's already got another field eyed up. See, so yeah, I'll keep you guys posted if we find anything of interest there. Completely new field that they've never done before. Hopefully hasn't been nighthawked because some of our fields, I think, over the years have already been sort of pillaged. Yeah, anyway, I digress. Oh, I'm just procrastinating, but I need to get on and finish this row in the vineyard. But I want to wish you guys a very Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you're having an amazing holiday season, everything, enjoying the cold, wrapping up warm. And if you're somewhere hot, enjoying the hot. Stay, I'm very jealous. Um, but yeah, have a happy Christmas and a very Merry New Year. That was the wrong way around. Have a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And I will catch up with you guys for season three next year. Goodbye 2022, goodbye! I'm all about 2023 now, when presumably everything will be different. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod, and on TikTok at Back to Earth Charlie. Music is by John Day, artwork is by Eric Chow, and this episode was edited by a very merry David Knight. Thank you guys, and thank you for listening. If you want to support Back to Earth, you can rate and review the bib. If you want to support Back to Earth, you can rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Back to Earth is a definitely human production. Okay, bye! Ho ho! That was him flying over the. Ho ho ho! Oh, look, there he goes! Ho 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 ho! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.